Welcome everyone back to another episode of Pariah Nation. This is going to be episode two of season eight. And today we're going to be discussing quite a few controversial topics, right? We're going to be making some, some headway through that. Uh, but we have a very special guest uh, with us today. Halima, would you just like to introduce yourself to us and tell us um, a bit about yourself and your history as well? Yeah, um, so my name's Halima. I'm a 17-year-old Somali um, living currently living in Dubai. I've moved here from London, which is where I was born and grew up. And so I'm very educated on the culture back home and stuff like that. Um, currently doing year 12, so AS level. And yeah, so that's, that's a bit about me. Yeah, thank you so much for being here. And uh, thank you. I think Obviously, yeah, in terms of we're going to be talking about culture and I also want people to know about my Somali background. So it doesn't sound like an outsider, you know, sort of making these random claims about the culture. But I, I do actually have um, my Somali lineage like the streams from my mother's side. And some people don't really take that, but I've been able to learn some facets of the culture from there and mainly from my grandfather, who's actually Somali as well. Uh, but without further ado, guys, I'm just going to give you guys a roadmap of our conversation today. We're going to be talking about a couple of things. Uh, we're going to be talking about blackness, you know, the ideas that, for example, Somalis are black. We already discussed this on a different episode in relation to, um, you know, black identity and African identity. You can go and check that out. The link is in my bio on Instagram. But we're also going to be talking about the word jarer, what it means, how it's used, and whether it actually counts as a slur. And yeah, it's going to be an awesome conversation. <clears throat> but without further ado, guys, let's actually just go ahead and start, right? I think my first question is probably going to be about this whole Somalis aren't black controversy, right? Uh, we've seen, I mean, it's not, I'd say a sizable minority and possibly even a majority. I'm not even gonna say, I'm, based on what I've seen on Twitter, I don't really consider themselves as black, but they would say, for example, I'm not Somali, I'm Arab, or I am not black, I am Somali, right? So um, we're going to sort of be unpacking this uh, in a whole. First of all, what's, what's your, your opinion on this, Halima? Tell us a bit more. I feel like I am leaning towards more the side where people are claiming, oh, I'm not black, I'm Somali. I feel like people are trying to make Somali their own race. There is like a whole new identity kind of separating it from black, Arab, whatnot. They're trying to, you know, single themselves out from what they truly are, which is Negro, which is black. And um, it's honestly disappointing to see because this is this is what we are. And, you know, it's sad that people have to separate themselves and isolate themselves from their history, which is so rich with, you know, culture and, you know, just, just so much. And it's, it's, it's sad to see, honestly. Yeah, I'd have to say I'm sympathetic with that view. And just for people to know, we were supposed to have another guest as well. They weren't able to make it, but I like to get a range of different opinions. And I've discussed this topic with quite a few um, Somalis from different places, from the US, from the UK, and like, you know, that are living in Somalia at the moment as well. So I've tried to get a sort of, you know, a range of opinions on this topic. But I'd say that for me, I think the main reason why people see it as some sort of betrayal, right, the way other black people react is like you know they raise eyebrows is because I think the main sort of thing is that we're affected by the same system right and when it comes to racial injustice and I think that for me it just sort of becomes um, it, it sort of arouses anger in a lot of people that are thinking that you know now what are you then like are you green are you blue like you know what sort of race are you and where does this fit into the modern day. And I think I've just sort of divided it into two reasons why people um, sort of don't identify as black, right? Some people, it's, it's a source of pride, right? I'd say quite a few people, this is probably like the minority, but people are like, oh, you know, I'm not black, blacks have a culture of, you know, this, black people were enslaved, right? And I think that that sort of um, argument, we're gonna like take it on a bit later on, but also another one that's more common is protest. Right. And um, people say that I'm not black because it is a social construct. Right. And people say that race is something that was made up by the white man. And uh, yeah, first off, I'll acknowledge that that is, that is actually sort of true that the conception of race and like privilege and privilege based race systems were invented 
by white people upon the conception of slavery. But I want to know from you, Halima, um, tell us a bit more about your response to this argument that because it's a social construct, therefore it is fake. And as Somalis, we should be able to reject black identity. Well, when I look at Somalis, I think that featureism is such, plays such a huge part as to why people don't identify as black. I have seen very, very light-skinned Somalis, nearly almost white passing, my mum being an example. And whenever people see her, they do not see her as a black woman. And so it's, it's honestly very hard for her to connect with her roots when people have already made the assumption that she's not where she's from and she's not her race which is you know black and so you know Somalis the Eurocentric standard of beauty a lot of Somalis hold that and so I feel like when it comes to for example say West Africa you know there with that whole controversy on TikTok that that girl made with like you know the the big nose and stuff like that like I feel like people it's I don't know how to say it. I feel like it's just we're very very different in terms of the way we look and so light like light skins are seen uh, seen as you know the ideal beauty standard and a lot of Somalis you know there are a lot of light-skinned Somalis like for example people from the people from red, uh, like red hammer like people from uh hammer there like it's they're they are mainly light-skinned and I feel like a lot of them just don't get the like try to isolate themselves because you know they see other Somalis who are dark-skinned and it's like they can't relate to them on the uh, on the same level, and you know, with the with the with what they face in a daily basis in Somalia. Because like a lot, of, I've seen a lot of Somalis that criticize, you know, people who are dark skin and always try to marry, especially the men. I've seen a lot of men try to marry light skinned women because, you know, they're seen as they're, they're the beauty standard. That's you know, that's where it all comes from. I feel like. Hmm. Yeah, no, I find that very, very interesting. I think you've mentioned it from a different angle than I was actually thinking, because I, I didn't necessarily think about light skin, but that's actually, I mean, colorism, but that, uh, that's actually a very good point. So I think a lot of people sort of cut it down based on features. And I'll get onto this when we start talking about the word jarer, and like, you know, we'll start talking about um, the different features. So I think, yeah, you brought up an excellent point. Some people just see it as a sort of, you know, different features sort of thing. So they're like, oh, this is the European conception of race where you have, for example, um, you know, people are just called black, even though we have different features, right? So there might be people who have sort of crochetic features, right? Or like Bantu features, or there'll be like Bantu cousins, like, you know, as in West Africa, for example. And like, you will see that idea of like, you know, the wide nose, et cetera. So I think that's what, that's where this sort of rift comes from when people start to compare the social construct with a different conception of race, which is actually based in uh, a scientific reasoning, right? So I think my main response to the social construct argument is this, right? People say, oh, it's a social construct, it's fake, therefore we won't follow it. But people don't actually realize that social constructs define our everyday lives. Like money is a social construct. We give value to money, right? And we give value to certain resources like diamonds. So my question to these people who have this argument, right, is, you know, if you decided to wake up one day and say diamonds are just rocks, so they should no be, be they shouldn't be as valuable as they are, do you genuinely think that the price would go down? And that's my question, right? Because some people are doing this in form of protest, you know, I'm going to decide that this is how I identify myself, right? And I respect that. Right, I'd say from the protest version, I can sort of understand where you're coming from. But what are the real life implications of this? Like, is it really going to have an effect? And that's sort of my, my um, you know, two cents on the topic. Like even something like age is a social construct. Um, and I think that if you're criticizing this idea based on the idea of social, like you know, on, on the basis of a social construct, then you should throw away other forms of social constructs. Right? And if it was truly invested, I mean, invented by Europeans, then you should also reject national borders, if you get what I'm saying, right? So these are the questions that I have to these people. I mean, do you want to add anything else, Halima? No, no, I feel you've got it all nailed down. I feel like you can't pick and choose what, you know, these things. And so if it's, if you're throwing one ideology away, you have to throw all of them away, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think sometimes it ends up going down into a hypocritical space because some people might not, for example, accept different, uh, I mean, there's different social contexts in which like age is important for some people, 
like, you know, um, getting older, you don't necessarily deserve more respect. It's just sort of the same thing, et cetera. For some people, like, you know, this is how social constructs work. But my point I'm trying to drive home to whoever's listening, regardless of what view that you hold, is like you can't really just say just because it's a social construct, it's fake. Social constructs have implications in real life. And that means I mean, you're going to be subject to those regardless of where you are, depending on the cultural context, right? And um, do you ever find people, for example, have you experienced people saying that, um, for example, they're not black because they want to preserve some sort of pride, like, or they associate certain things with, you know, black behavior, et cetera. Like if I can tell me that one. Um, yes, I've seen that very often, unfortunately. And I feel like people are doing it purely for acceptance, you know, the the globalized narrative that white people and their skin tone is superior has been embedded in so many societies throughout the world. And so, you know, it's sad that people fall into that, you know, want to be accepted by white people so bad that they're willing to neglect what they truly are, which is, you know, in terms of their race, culture, um, ethnicity, religion, like all of that. And I think what for me, what sounds even more offensive is that people, I mean, I was going on Twitter the other day and I was looking at how, um, actually, yeah, there was another issue, right? Where I think there was an, uh, someone commented something Islamophobic, there was the Rihanna track that had the Hadith playing behind it, which is like a religious scripture for those who don't know, right? So we take the Hadiths very seriously and Rihanna put it in one of her tracks and it was a whole controversy, right? And then um, some black people, right? Uh, from West Africa, I believe they said, oh, are you guys really mad about a track, right? And then some Somali exactly, Muslims exactly. came out and they started saying all kinds of things, right? And like putting eight, yep, eight yep. emojis. And I was <laughs> are you shocked. Kidding? For real, what? yeah. Wow. Some people were putting oh eight God. emojis. And I think one of them was also from Djibouti, but um, that's sort of like a different See, This is what they do. They like, they make everything... <laughs> Like it's it's like that girl. She the girl was targeting Somalis as an ethnicity, and the other girl then had to target West Africans as a whole and those with big noses as a whole. Like it's like if you if you if someone throws a rock at you, you're not gonna shoot them. Like you know I like you know what I mean. It's like it's like you have to just you have to keep the same energy. And with Somalis, they just don't know how to do that. Like they you can offend them in the tiniest part, and then they can come back for you. You know degrading everything that you are as a person and you know it's just so uncalled for you i think i might as well also chime in right by the way i'm not trying to if that person is actually listening if the girl is actually listening i'm not trying to take out any hits on you by any chance right we've, we've already buried that hatchet but i think obviously there's a lot of learning experiences no, I, feel like can take. I am i am personally because i don't think she's willing to learn like she she genuinely thinks that what she's doing is correct from what I've seen on her recents as well and from other people defending her and you know people are just they're so ignorant and they're so unwilling to move on and educate themselves and I feel like that's where the yeah I totally agree with you I think I'm, I'm not necessarily doing a personal attack that's what I meant right and yeah like, yeah yeah because yeah. honestly there's so many people who think like that that's why like this it's so important to address it because it's not just her like she she's just the spokesperson for so many people who shared the same view yeah, I think um, obviously when it comes down to to that whole situation, um, this is what that that advice I'll give to anyone, right? Um, on the basis of just maturity, because this regional war thing, right? Um, whether it's like you know Somalis versus West Africans, and we've seen a lot of this in the past, I think four months, and even in the last five to ten years on Twitter or TikTok or whatever platform it is, right? I've seen some West Africans, for example, saying, "Oh, you know." Somalia is just war-torn and you guys are in poverty and you know this and all that I don't think people should be first of all making like attacks right on different ethnicities or different nationalities that's wrong and you should expect retaliation but for those who want to retaliate this is what I'll tell you right on the basis of maturity right first of all right even matching the same energy I'm, I'm sort of against that you should be targeting that individual because that individual yeah, is pulling yeah, yeah, the rest exactly. of the ethnicity the with them. Yeah, yeah exactly, <laughs> you know, exactly. That's, that's how it becomes lies. a war, 
Mm. Right? Because you you find some one person in Ghana tweets something random. And then now all of a sudden, (laughs) Ghanaians have been brought into it without asking (laughs) for that sort of drama. Exactly. So don't be. People are attacking Ghanaians as a whole when it was a single person. And that's where. That's where the problem lies, seriously. Yeah, I think generally that 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 generally needs to stop. And I think uh, when it comes to that specific case, I'm just going to briefly explain, right, what I meant by it's anti-black, right? And I'm going to get to this part, right? Uh, here's the the magical questions: If 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 Somalis aren't black, how, for example, they can be anti-black according to those people, right? But for me, I view some Somalis as black, right? And to most people, I'd say that Somalis are Black. They'd be viewed by the world as Black, right? So someone might be asking, this is so dumb. How can a Black person be anti-Black? But here's a simple answer, right? (laughs) Yeah, it's a simple answer, legit. It's like, you can literally be Black and anti-Black. Hear me out, guys, before you start throwing your phone or, you know, your laptop across the room, right? (laughs) Legit, we have Black men, uh, for example, who are like, oh, I don't date dark-skinned girls. And you know, dark-skinned girls have, uh, have had it, let's say, way worse in terms of uh, light-skinned girls have some sort of privilege. Black dark-skinned women have had it the worst, trust me. Yeah. And like now, if Black men are doing something to support a system that's already disproportionately oppressing one group in the Black community, that is up- upholding the values of an anti-Black system, right? Yeah. And then do you have any other examples of like, you know, how black people can be anti-black? Um, not that I can think from the top of my head, but yeah, I honestly agree what you were saying with about the black men and the whole, I don't date dark women. And it's like, you know, there's, it's just like, there's nothing wrong with you not dating dark skinned women. It's just the way they go about it. That's the problem. They make videos saying, oh yeah, dark skin mm. or, you know, dark skins are unattractive you need to say that dark skins are unattractive to you as a single person because you have you can't dictate what's beautiful and what's not you know what i mean as a per like beauty is subjective and so people mm. people really need to get that through their heads and it's yeah yeah so i mean that's one example of how black people can uphold anti-black systems and by virtue of that fact, they're being anti-Black. And so people might be asking, oh yeah, but if someone insults a Somali, is that also not anti-Black? I would say, yes, it would be anti-Black because of, let's say certain features, like the way people, they make fun of Somali foreheads, which I totally don't get, right? But you also need to understand that what has been happening for 400 years to a specific group of Black people, which would be sort of Bantu Black people and you know Bantu cousins, right, um, basically, in West Africa. So obviously, you know, you know that if the rest of the world is doing it, and here's the here's the crazy thing, right? When I've seen a lot of these Somali posts on Twitter comparing uh specifically Bantus, right, or Bantu cousins in West Africa to apes, I would expect a racist white person to say the exact same thing. Same thing, exactly, exactly. It's true. All you need to legit do is like, like switch the accounts. Right. So I think that's something we'll, we'll, we'll come on to a bit later in the podcast. But I wanted us to just sort of go through this last part of, you know, Somali blackness and all that different stuff. Right. But I have a question, like, to the people who are listening, who are Somali, right? If you think that you say, like, is this actually something healthy that we should be teaching Somali kids that you're, you're not black? Right. Because the world does actually see Somalis as black. Exactly, like, you're literally just setting your child up for embarrassment, their, you know, identity crisis, like all sorts of stuff that can be prevented with them, with you as a parent, truly acknowledging who and what you are. Yeah, no, I think the main problem for me is that um, not identifying as black or, you know, substituting your race for your ethnicity will actually set you up with an impression that you might either one, have more privilege than a black person, right? Or you assume that you're not subject to systemic racism, which is a major issue. And I mentioned it in my last podcast, like, is this something that we really want to be teaching our children, right? Like it has real life implications. So that's my question to these people, even from a pragmatic perspective, you may actually want to protest and say that this idea of race is totally ridiculous throw it against the wall right but what is 
what what are you gaining from that? Like you're not going to end systemic racism and you're going to offend more black people than you make allies, right? So it's kind of crazy. Do you have anything to like add? No, you're right. I feel like it's it's honestly a very dangerous mentality to have as well as to pass on to your children. Um, you know, them not having any idea when they're, you know, going through a racial experience and, you know, them thinking that it's purely because of something else when it's, you know, really and truly about they're being targeted because of their skin colour. And yeah, that's honestly, it's not it's not something that should be accepted at all. Yeah, and like briefly before uh, before we sort of move on to the Somali relationship with BLM, I just want to cover one last thing that people think that this idea of being identified with skin color came with Europeans. That's not actually correct, right? Uh, because what you actually find is that, yes, Europeans created a specific type of racial, you know, social construct, but travelers like Ibn Battuta from Morocco described different people and it's been translated as Negro or like black. And when the Greeks described certain parts of Africa, like the Nubians, they would, uh, that, that sort of area, they would use, it, use the word Ethiopia, right, which refers to like sort of the land of burnt skin. And obviously all of these things allude to like, you know, being dark skin and all that stuff. And that kind of brings me to my, my next sort of question, right, because there's dark skinned people everywhere. There's dark, dark skinned people in India, yeah, every people. every community there there are you know some form of dark skinned people. It's perfectly natural, honestly. Yeah. So I think my main question is right. What would you sort of define blackness as? And I think this is one part that we actually need to take time to think about, right? What would what does blackness seem like to you? Like who would you exclude from the category of blackness? Would you consider South Indians, for example, with dark skin to be black? You know, I you actually mean? had yeah. I actually had an experience because obviously living in Dubai. I go to school with a majority of Asian population, and that includes Pakistani, Indian, uh, Chinese, and so there. And a lot of them are dark skin, and one of them actually said the N word around me. And when I turned around, I had oh no idea God. who it was, no idea who it was. And then I turned around, and this person is darker than me, like way darker than me. And then mm. he looked at me. He's like, "What are you going to do? I'm I'm literally darker than you." And I, I had nothing, I had literally nothing to say. Like I couldn't, I was just in shock because I felt like if I did say something, I was taking away his blackness like that. Like, even though he's not black, I was taking away, because I feel like, you know, as a person, he'd probably like in colorism in the Asian community is a very, very evident thing. Mm. And so I felt like I just couldn't even say anything. Like I just had no words. And I went about my day and I didn't say, like I didn't even ponder on it, even though, it is like it, it. It's not a word that even personally, like I don't really use that word, and but I just, I just had like that's why I feel like defining what blackness is so it's so complex, and I just I don't have an answer at all. Yo, I mean I've never been in a situation like that, but that must have been crazy. <laughs> like I, mean, I, I don't I, know. I literally, I literally just stared at him, and he was looking at me because obviously he knew that I was African. And so he was like, mm -hmm. what, what are you going to say? I'm literally darker than you. I was like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to um, go on my day. I mean, I just don't know how to, I mean, I, I'm starting to realize how to navigate that sort of system. But I think I've come up with some sort of definition because, I mean, and everyone's, feel free to. Good, I want, I, want, I want to hear your definition because I personally don't have one. I mean, this is, I'm not going to lie to, and I think this is one of the strengths of the arguments of people who, challenges and they say that Somalis aren't black. This is one of the strengths of their argument, although I don't mm. fully subscribe to the argument at all. It's like, what can you even call us black? What about the dark-skinned Indians? And this is one of their strong arguments. But here's what I would say, right? Um, if we're taking it from a purely, um, you know, we're, we're defining blackness in a colonial, con like a context, right? Blackness or like skin color and, you know, categorical grouping has always been intertwined with privilege right so i've done it in sort of like a privilege-based sort of definition right so i ask would this person be treated as if they were a black person right in a colonial system or in a system of slavery for example right and i would say for example that's actually a good category because what you it, end up it definitely saying, is yeah I, I feel like it is yeah 
And yeah, people might be asking, why should we accept your assumption that, you know, this is the best way to categorize things? I'd just say that this is how the world sees us. And like, it's from a purely pragmatic perspective. We need to understand this so we can navigate the world. And like, as you said, in that situation, right, can someone like that end up being, you know, racist towards a black person? And like, yeah, 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 yeah. All these questions start to arise. But here's my simple answer, right? Even when Indians were here in Nairobi, if you look at the colonial segregation of Nairobi, Indians as a whole were actually given a certain area. And this was separate to who? The people who were actually native to Kenya, right? And these would obviously identify them as black. Wow, okay. Right? And I think the same thing as well, right? Um, when it comes to West Africa, you know, different people sort of, you know, given sort of different areas at the same time, even in apartheid South Africa, right? Indian people had more privilege than what would be classified as black people. And this is why Mahat, and guys, this interesting fact to drop over here, Mahatma Gandhi um, talked about having, I believe it was, uh, you know, Indians should have been seen as superior to black people as well. So this is another dynamic that we need to focus on, right? Wow, when we're discussing okay. this thing. You know, Mahatma Gandhi is not as, you know, as bright and lovely mm, yeah, as yeah. Mm. people think Everyone he is. make him out to be, yep. <laughs> yeah, but I think uh, when it comes to this argument, that sort of testimony for me proves that, for example, even a dark-skinned Indian would probably have more privilege than someone who is... Um, who's classified as sort of black from having origins in the continent. And actually, interesting fact, my grandmother was a bit light-skinned during the times of colonialism and she experienced segregation, which is quite scary, right? Because she had yeah. to use this certain bathroom, but they mm. saw her as a bit Indian. So they allowed mm. her to go to the Indian bathroom, right? And there was also wow. like you know, the white bathroom right next to it. And she actually had experienced both and she had said that the black bathroom compared to the Indian bathroom was significantly worse. Really? Wow. Oh my God. Yeah. So wow. I wouldn't consider dark skinned Indians, for example, in the context of privilege to count as black. Would I consider Aboriginals to be black? I would say yes. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, like what, what are your critiques or thoughts? I mean, on, on that sort of, you know, Mm -hmm. no honestly it's a it's a good aspect to look at it like it it really does I don't I, it's just I when I think about it and especially with the experience I was talking about I wish I had educated myself with these points now so I could you know have something to say but I'm I'm glad like I've learned from what you've mm. said right now that you know I could I can bring up the next time anything like this happens I mean to be honest, there's no clear answer, though. <laughs> there's no clear answer, but it's still something to bring up, something to, you know, open their eyes about. Even though it's not, mm. it's, 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 everyone has their different views on it. I feel like it's still something to share. And, uh, you know, so it's, you know, it's important still. Yeah, and when I think, I mean, um, this would probably be my only, like, point to, to sort of add to that, to just sort of, like, seal it off. It's like, yeah, in this case, if I applied the same logic to the Somali community, would they then count as Black people? And I generally think so, right? Even because even, for example, um, certain Maasai's have uh, very thin noses. And like, I'm not getting into the features aspect. If you start defining Blackness, blackness according to featureism, I mean, mm. sorry, features, you're going to get lost. Yeah. And that's, and a lot of people do, that's where the problem lies. Like they see, like I was saying, my mother who is a light very white passing woman and you know she like she people just take one look at her and say oh yeah she's white mm. according to her skin tone her features like her nose you know every everything like that and it's just like you said you will get lost like black comes in every single shade possible and every like you know it's just we're, we're all over the place in terms of our genes so th there's literally you cannot define blackness by features yeah, and no, I think the only main thing is possibly um, just having a specific shade of skin tone and origin. I think those are the two main things, right? So I'd say that mm. like as a final definition, it's like basically anyone who's dark skinned that has origins on the African continent, right? And mm. um, in relation to privilege, they would have, they, they're essentially at the bottom of the privilege direct ranking. And my only yeah, exception yeah. to this rule, right? Because I said origin in Africa, I'd say my only exception to this rule would be someone like, 
uh, the, the people from Papua New Guinea and also the people from the aboriginals or those Pacific islands, for example, or anyone that falls into a similar category as them, right? But also now I'll move on to this idea of black culture. Do you think there's such oh, a God. thing as black culture? Like I said, black, we are so diverse. We come from very different ethnicities with very different cultures. For example, a Somali and Nigerian person don't share the same culture entirely. We might have some similarities, but a lot of our stuff won't be the same. And so I can't, you can't really say black culture. You can refer to a specific region maybe, but I, I don't think the word black culture makes sense like to me as a person. I, I totally agree with you. And I think some Somalis- Unless there's <clears throat> something that we all have in common, like as, mm. as, a, as a race entirely, which I can't think of the top of my head. So yeah. Yeah, you know, I totally agree with you. Um, and I think some Somalis from our community sort of say that, oh, we're not black because we don't share the same culture. And like, so now you've, you've gone from featureism to it's a social construct to now we don't share the same culture. And I think mm. it, it, this logic operates upon a faulty assumption that for example, uh, people with the same features or like, you know, these band features, they all share the same culture, which is actually just not true. Like even between, I mean, if you look at Nigeria, for example, there's actually quite a large split between the North and the South. And there's quite a few Muslim communities, right? That, that there's different cultural contexts between the Hausa, the Fulani, the Yoruba, the ethnic, you know, there's so many different ethnicities, right? And to imply in some way, shape or form that there's such a thing as a black culture. Black, yeah. Implying that we're all, like we've all, like our culture is the same, like within, you know, our communities. It's just, it's bogus, honestly. Yeah. And like some people try to say it, like they bring this argument then. So it's like now they're like literally in the corner and they're sort of like, you know, saying, actually you know I mean if you're culture, implying that we all going we all go through racial discrimination then yeah the I guess we're, we that's, that's the only thing we share honestly if you're implying that we go through racism and you know we it's I mean if you're going about it that way then yeah I guess we do that that is black culture but other than that like I can't think of anything yeah because I think I find it very weird someone actually commented on my page today and I just sort of like face pumped in a, in a very soft way right <laughs> that, <laughs> oh Black history only has to do with slavery and it's African-American oh, history. God. And African history is something entirely different. And I, you know, those are the times where you just hope that your phone has a good cover. You know, you know, you know black history, I, you know, I actually used to, like a black history in London growing up, it was in October. Mm -hmm. And I feel like in, in America, I think it's a different month because I, I saw like a lot of people saying thing. that it's in, it was like saying they were uh, they celebrate in February or something like that. Mm. But anyways, growing up in London, Africa, like Black History Month, we would, we talked more about, we didn't really talk about slavery. We didn't really talk about anything. Like I remember like it was just people used to, and it's sad because I really wanted to be educated about, mm. you know, the aspects and how, you know, but people, they, they only made people come in their traditional clothing, they talk about where they are from, their continent, their, their, like their country's history, like for example, Nigeria, Ghana. And like, we just, we'd learn about those places and we'd never, you know, I feel like um, we'd never, and I was like, oh, when are we gonna learn about slavery and stuff like that? But everyone's mm. like, no, 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 slavery is uh, it's American. We don't like, that's, that has nothing to do with us. And mm. it was just, it was just frustrating because I was so clueless growing up about, you know, Black History Month was just, it was, I felt like it was an important, time of the year and they would just not you know they wouldn't they wouldn't give us like a lot of significance in terms of what they were teaching us what they're making us do and it was it was frustrating yeah and no, i think if if we try to relate that to this whole argument of <clears throat> i think you mentioned that you, you you didn't learn about slavery right but some people actually think that slavery is like the only component of black history yeah yeah and on, growing, up, growing up growing up i thought slavery was like the only the only significant part I was like oh yeah you know it's just it's just slavery and you know but now yeah. obviously there are so many more you know important topics that come with it yeah and I think my main critique to people is that you have to realize that obviously the I'm not trying to say that yeah blackness is just like some sort of static identity that just 
we have to uh, strictly apply to and that, that's going to mean that we forfeit our culture. You know, you can have, you can be black and you can have your culture, right? But we need to look at it in the context in which blackness was defined, right? Unfortunately, that was done by Europeans, but this is how life is, right? We have to actually live with the way things are, right? <laughs> and yeah. my question to those people, right? Who make this argument that even, okay, to be honest, when I'm mentioning Somali history in, in my videos, sometimes I'm, I'm a bit hesitant to say black history because some people in the comments will be like, oh, but Somalis aren't black, right? Because black history is only uh, related to slavery. Do not listen to them. Seriously, do not <laughs> listen to them. Don't listen to them. They're ignorant. And yeah, for me, it's like, look at the reasons why colonialism, specifically in Africa, happened. And one of the main reasons, if you read Cecil John Rhodes' works, right? So I'm not taking time to open his books or anything, guys. I'm just like, I saw an extract, okay? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> But um, one of the extracts actually sort of coupled Africans as a whole, right? Specifically dark-skinned Africans into yeah. one bucket. And they used that as a form of justification that these people are not human. They're a different race. And therefore we need to invade them and sort of bring them enlightenment. Mm. And did they stop to say that, oh, Somalis actually aren't part of this, they're Arabs. Or, exactly. You know, oh my God. And, you know, we can't completely neglect that because there are so many dark-skinned Somalis in our community. So it just like, it doesn't make sense to, yeah, honestly, I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. So when people start saying that, oh, you know, I mean, I get where you, some people must probably be listening and they're like, um, but still that just proves that a white man created it. My point is not that who, it doesn't matter who created it. It could be aliens that created this system. It's right? the fact that it's there, like, yeah, you know the, what I mean? And that everyone was treated the same, right? And that's why I'm trying to say sometimes it seems a bit disingenuous or naive. And I, I don't mean to offend anyone, but it just seems naive for someone to come and tell me that Somalis aren't black when you currently face the same struggles as us, right? And this no, is why I'm, I'm sorry. I, if you if you honestly believe that, I, I can't, I, I just, <laughs> anyway, I, don't, I don't bother. I, I don't care what you are. If you come up to me saying that, I just know for a fact you're, I just know, I can't deal with people like that seriously. Yeah, I mean, like, for me, it just seems like, you know, we're all trying to fight against a system that affects all of us in an indiscriminate way. You'll be seen as a black mm. person, right? Although you might have different pieces. It's like, it's like oh, yeah, a police officer pulls you over. Oh, wait, no, you're not black. You're Somali. Let me, let me, <laughs> let, let me get you, let me, let me, let me get you. Go, go on your way, please, sir. Don't worry. We got you. You're Somali. Like, no, like, it just does not work like that. And it's, it's, it's annoying, honestly. You'd not believe I had a, I was on Twitter and I saw this guy comment the exact same thing. And he was actually like, oh, when the cop figures out that the dude's not black, he's Somali. And then there was the gift of like shaking hands. And I'm like, is this guy serious? It's true though. It's literally true. Like I, I genuinely, oh God, I can't, you know, when I used to, and it honestly, it saddens me because I feel like a lot of the Somalis who say this are in London too. Mm. like they're in London I feel like a lot because like growing up when I used to like have a, a lot of my Somali friends they used they used to share the same view I have never I've not really seen a lot of American Somalis who share this view mm. I feel like because they're you know they might experience something different but it also comes with the fact that the UK apparently racism doesn't discrimination, exist it doesn't exist in the UK and that's where it stems from and stuff like that but it's honestly like very I don't think I going on long trips with my brother especially my brother there was at least one time when we were stopped by police mm. like whether it was because someone's seatbelt wasn't on but like it wasn't even but like we all had our seatbelts on or something like that or whether it was it was just always something and growing up I was just like oh why are you driving like that it's because you're driving and then obviously mm. I grew up and I was like oh no maybe not you know seeing America, I was like, maybe they're just pulling people over for no reason. And yeah, like it's, it's ridiculous. Actually, you know, my biggest reputation to the argument that Somalis aren't black, it has to be that Minnesota cop who shot and killed <clears throat> a white lady. And he's the only cop in Minnesota, right? You know, because of qualified immunity, who I believe has been put in jail. For Is he Somali? Who's Somali? Oh. Right? <laughs> And this is my question to people. This is my question to people, right? If Somalis are not black, then why are they being treated the same way that black cops are being where's treated? Where's my man's privilege? My man just said zero privilege. Like where, like, where did it go if he's not black? Like, what? It doesn't make yeah. sense to me. 
I think it's like most people, people people constantly sorry people constantly say oh yeah like I, I literally saw on this on my for you page today this lady who's like where's black lives matter black lives matter ain't shit because she's talking about a black man who murdered an innocent white baby mm. I was like is it that hard for you to grasp that that man was put in jail the split second after that murder was committed mm. he is in he is in jail his ass was put in jail the second after it became news and like you know the problem with us is we're not seeing that for us we're seeing mm. people get away with killing our brothers and sisters and they're sitting at home the next day as if nothing happened that's where the problem like that's where black black lives matter has stemmed from like it's, it's like I, I don't know why it's so hard for them to grasp yeah and like my question is if you're not black then do different rules apply to you and like you have to you have to argue with us on our in our paradigm you cannot somewhat say that oh the social construct doesn't exist because hello when you live in this world today there are different social systems that work in a certain way right even on the african continent because now someone will be like oh back home i'm not black no you still function <laughs> in a post-colonial <laughs> you you function in a post-colonial production of what is now africa where white people still do have privilege by the way and like for definitely example, definitely as a negro like that's what they'll see you as mm. right no, i remember i think my i think my friend who went to my german friend who went to kenya for a holiday and you know she was like i've never felt i, I like i was literally treated like i was in the royal family like and i was like i can i can understand like i like it's, it's completely understandable she's like i just you know i've never seen i don't know whether it's because i was white but like they they were just so nice and everything was just hand given to me and I was like that's that's just that's just the world that's just Africa for you like it's yeah no and I think people might be like oh come on Adnan you know it's a majority black country white people don't have yo explain to me this right why do white people when they come from America right and they settle in a place like Kenya some of them have lower degree qualifications than people applying for grants for a business right but, and they haven't even been there for less than one year, I think, right? But they have a 50,000% chance of getting a grant of more than, I believe it's a million dollars for a business compared to if they were back in the US. Is that not privilege, right? And I think now when you've, we've already proved now that there is some system of racial hierarchy, although it's to a lesser extent than in the West, right? That people fit in, black identity does matter on the African continent to a degree, right? I'm not saying it's on the same level as the West, but therefore even it's when when a globalized world, where you live doesn't even matter. It matters how the world will view as a whole, simple as, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I think um, we'll probably move into like the last topic, right? This is probably gonna be the most controversial part, but we need to, we must address this. The word Jarer. Let's go. What does it mean? What does it mean? You know what, I, as soon as I saw this, I just wanted to see what my dad had to say about it. And like the first person I went to was my dad, straight to my dad. He, as I said, he was a diplomat for Somalia here in the UAE. And, you know, if there's anyone who knows this country's history, it's my dad. And so I wanted to, like, I, I was like, dad, do you think the word Jarer is a slur? And he's like, you know, back when I was growing up in the 60s, Halima, like, I have to tell you, this word wasn't a slur. Like, we would just, we would say this word just casually, like, describing people. And he's like, but over time, it just became, it became very toxic very quickly. And it, there was an added meaning, and it was used as a way to degrade people in the Bantu clan. And then, you know, that's why when I hear people saying, that's why he, he he's, always told me not to say it like I've n- I do not use this word at all and he's like it it was surprising because you know there was a point where Jared was like saying it it was only something positive then there was a time where now now especially in you know this year whenever I heard the word Jared it's being used in a negative way it's being used in a derogatory manner and I was like it's, it's honestly true like I, I literally saw a girl who was saying how she how she's half Nigerian, half Somali, and she posted a video about her mix, and all the comments were like, "Oh my God, no, you're you're not Somali, you're Jared. Go go back to where you're from." Da, da, da. So my question is to the Somalis who think that this word is not 
is not a slur, how? That's my question. Like, how? How can you, like, this? and there's, there's the, I'll tell you what the Somalis say, they said this word can also be used to describe hair texture because it can, jirer means frizzy hair, but why can't you say timo jirer, which is frizzy hair? Jirer just means frizzy, as, as if, you're, if you're using it in that way. Or jirer can, so it's like, it's got a double meaning. So it's like, you know, if you're, if you're saying jirer just by itself, I'm going to assume you're using it as a slur. But if you say timo jirer, like, frizzy hair, then yeah, I'm, I'm going to assume you're saying it as just like a way to describe a person's hair texture. But it's just the way that they say it, like, no, I I can't, like, it's it's no, it's a no for me. Yeah, I mean, I've, you I mean, I don't know how to explain my, I mean, what I'm seeing here on my screen, because I did a bit of a survey on my Instagram, right, uh, before the podcast, and I asked two people, and they're both Somali, right? Mm-hmm. Oh God! Uh, <laughs> what Please. it means, and there are two different answers, right? Really, what did they say? And I'm shocked. I'm really shocked, right? So one of them says Jerer means Bantu-looking people. Timo Jerer mm-hmm. means forsy hair, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Now we know it's referring to Bantu people, right? Mm. And here's the here's the interesting thing, and I think mm. this is a challenge to those people who say that Jerer is just a word. Mm. This other Somali person says. If I was to directly translate it, and I'm assuming they mean it in the context of today, yeah. Yeah. it means the N-word. And I think this is what this is what some people are like talking Let about. Let me tell you right? something. Mm-hmm. He's right. <laughs> if, I have, if I have to be honest, he's right. If I hear mm-hmm. you say the word Jared, it's like it's like, for example, no, they're saying their argument is that the ignorant Somalis who think that this word is not a slur that is, they're saying, oh yeah, this word it's just a word, but it can be used in a negative way. Mm. So that, that's the, what, what kind of logic is that though? It's like me, me being like, oh yeah, I'm gonna let a white per- any white person call me the N-word. They might be using it in a positive way. What kind of logic is that? You know what I mean? Like it just, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Like it, it just like every time I hear that word, I've never seen one time where it's being used in a positive way. Mm. And I've seen that word being thrown around thousands of times. I've never seen it once being used in in a positive way. Like it just, it just, their logic is just completely flawed, and I don't understand how they are so blinded by what what's on my TikTok for you page every day. What's on like it's and it's like and it's like these, and then it's turned into a gender thing, where it's like the girls are the girls are the ones who are saying it's not a slur, and the boys are like just def- the boys are just defending the boys. Like yeah, I, I, that's that's literally what it's t- turned into now, and it's like. Uh, someone's commented uh, like uh, these Halima Matalas. Basically, it means like these these uh, uh, like all-knowing like people. Like you know, they they think that they're better than us and stuff like that. These girls, and so now it's time like because like majority of the girls who I've seen, they they're saying that it's not it's uh, and they're, they're saying that it is a racial slur, and the boys that I've seen, majority of them are all like no. It's not a slur, it's just a word. And so it's now it's turned into like a gender thing. And it's like, oh yeah, of course you're a girl, you're gonna you're gonna do anything just to get on the bad side of or they'll a, say a that you're a pick me Somali. A pick or me a BLM or, Somali. Or, 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 <laughs> or a traitor. Like, sorry, what are you like? How am I a traitor for saying something that's just that's evident? It's out there, it's so clear to see, and you guys are just blinded by your ignorance to to able to pick it out and it's it's honestly it's frustrating seriously i think i'll make i have a minor minor disagreement right uh i think when it comes to the word itself i'll equate it to, for example the word negro in spanish like negro refers mm, to something mm. black for black example. yeah but you wouldn't say that every time someone and a spanish person is referring to something as negro that they're being racist for example I right? yeah I, honestly person, yeah yeah right? yeah, yeah when, you're, when you're describing someone who's like dark-skinned you'd say uh, negro right and uh, like that's what we literally like mm, about descriptions mm. but i'd say even when when it comes to jerer in itself and listen to mm. my words very careful to those who are listening mm-hmm. in itself it is descriptive just like mm. even the word negro in yeah. latin was descriptive but yeah that's how I, the word nigger originated it originated from, from various european languages as the word from Black, negro yeah. to uh i don't know some other span uh, other i don't know like italian uh, yeah. French they all like from all those languages and then around the 18th century that's when it became the word nigger 
and then a meaning was added onto it that was i think it's unworthy of history or lineage that's what mm. the to- that toxic meaning was added onto it that's you know that's when it became a word that was used to degrade black people and used in a derogatory manner and was just used to strip them strip them of you know any form of dignity and it's just like you know that and that that's why i feel like the word jared it was initially used as a word to describe you know people of the bantu clan but i feel like now i've just not seen i've not seen that you know what i mean i've not seen it being used to genuinely describe people of the bantu clan i've just seen it as a word that's you know being thrown around to just piss people off and you know as just casual racism you know what i mean it's it's, it's sad yeah and i think uh what for me uh i would say in terms of a jerer is like not slowly becoming that sort of uh, i'd say it's becoming a futurist in some ways slur it's that's what it's becoming mm-hmm, yeah, i don't yeah. think it's necessarily there yet right but uh, yeah. guys mm-hmm. i cannot you cannot close your eyes to the reality and deny it yeah it's right? like it's right in front of you seriously and i've seen and i'm going to actually what i'm going to do is uh, one of my friends is actually jamaican right and um he received some comments right uh and i've literally saved the video i've saved the video of that girl that nigerian somali girl just so well, i can go back have you seen the her. the comments yeah 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 some i'm, of the I'm comments going, I'm going are, back to and like i think guys we're going to do this like you know small exercise of reading some of these so you guys just know that when when other black people for example from west africa are seeing this word this is what they're seeing right um you know why will we bend our dna and our ancestral pride to bantu monkeys right and um oh, this God. is a previous comment you know you mentioned the word jarer right and like the thing is guys i'm so sorry the amount of people that i've seen do this i think it's a sizable minority it's no longer like mm-hmm. oh it's no longer minority. like a, it's a so many minority. now yeah I've, it's so many i can't even say oh it's just a tiny group of people because it's it's really not at this point anyways yeah let me get like, it up Where is why it? should a somali queen marry a slave mentality Oh, uh, people with a slave mentality and this is exactly what i'm trying to say it's like some people were commenting under my videos that oh you know these jarers they should have defended themselves better look how they got put into slavery you know stuff like that right and yeah. <laughs> i mean for me i'm just sort of asking questions it's like uh, and then some people are telling my jamaican friend technically is not jarer people are saying like you know uh, but i think also the worst thing that i've personally seen and i've mentioned this at the beginning of the podcast people are equating jarer and they put a picture there on twitter and if you can go to my videos and see this they put a, mm-hmm. a picture of uh, of a black woman right who is uh, of bantu origin or is a bantu cousin like you know uh, located in west africa and mm-hmm. she has a wide nose and you know what they say they what? always oh, put God. the the ape emojis and they com- they compared them to apes right first of all this is dehumanizing and i'm starting to see this word being intertwined with that dehumanization because every time i've i've, I've seen this i have no somebody. idea where that video has gone but i'm so yeah. angry i have no idea where it's gone from my phone yeah take your time though take your time because i'm curious um uh i'm curious right about um this whole thing and i want to know my especially favorite, from your experience and i can't find it yeah if and i think... accidentally taken off my favorite thing it'd be so <laughs> don't worry about it though i think uh one second actually let's do this guys we're going to be right right back okay guys yeah we're back right uh halima has actually managed to find them but i just wanted to yep. give you guys important context in how people are actually using this word in comments and on twitter so let's go halima so um i've just gone through my favorites i found the video of the girl who is basically introducing her mix which is nigerian and somali then you got you take a look at the comments sorry we have enough jerer so that's obviously not being used in a positive way that's being used in a derogatory okay let's see look why are somali so pressed like what like the cut then this is the comments like i yeah i expected the comment section to look like this but why this is yeah, like why? if people are if people are expecting the comment section to look like this it means that this word is no longer like it's it's yeah. oh god and i think even, at the at the end of the day you are nigerian like oh it goodness. like you know what i mean like she's more nigerian uh it's, you are not somali you're jere like these comments make me so mad like see this is exact you are not somali you're jere 
Like it's, like it's you're literally being excommunicated from the the community, right? For what reason? Just because she looks a tiny bit different, to, and she doesn't even look that different to you guys. It's it's sad to see. I'm 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 glad I found this video because it's literally clear evidence. And I think I saved it, but yeah, no, I think I'd rather. I, I want to mention my friend's story. He was actually on um, the episode last week. So go go ahead, guys, watch that episode. His name is Doug. The boy is Jamaican. And he made a video about, I don't know, just getting married or something like that. And um, someone under his comments, right, a Somali person uh, commented, um, oh, yeah, you know, I'm, uh, I think someone, no, he was, it was actually about Somali women, marrying Somali women, yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, a Somali girl commented as a joke, obviously, like, oh, yeah, so when are we getting married? Then someone literally commented underneath, why would you want to marry a Jarer? And let me tell you something, there's actually a Somali proverb there's a mm-hmm. saying that it's the saying is Jarer mala arosa. I don't mm. know if you understand that. It's you can't marry, you shouldn't marry a Jarer. My Gosh. dad used that in front of me. Gosh. He's like, he was, he, he taught, like, he taught, and I've uh, not like you said that to me, like, oh, you shouldn't marry. He's like, he's like, there's even a proverb, like, in, in the Somali language, like, you shouldn't marry a Jarer. And I was like, wow, are you kidding? He's like, no, a lot of people, like, they stand by it. Like, they, they, they legitly, like, that's, they they stand by that and i'm that's honestly so shocking surprising like it's oh god it's yeah. and it's like these people are practicing muslims how can you be a practicing muslim and have this ideology how it doesn't I make think sense for me that is uh and like yeah obviously even for the non-muslim viewers for the non-muslim <laughs> viewers if you don't know islam is against tribalism it is against featurism it is against colorism it is against um racism, racism as well <laughs> right <laughs> and uh, the only way in which you can be superior to someone else is first of all god is the one who decides who's superior and it's in terms of piety and good deeds good deeds, exactly else. and that's so right? that's beautiful like that's that's honestly amazing like i, I wouldn't it would it shouldn't be any other way it right? really shouldn't be another way and i think for me the main issue actually comes from it's pride people think that okay you know what if you have these uh features right then automatically have certain languages and i think for me as a, as a Somali community, we really need to sit down together and ask ourselves real <laughs> questions, right? Because a lot of people, now this is what they, uh, this is why, and my question to these people, right? And actually, I think I've cracked the code. It took me months to actually make this connection. Please, right? sure. But people uh, are sort of using the terms Jarer and Black interchangeably. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> it's and... so, like, I'm, sometimes I'm even confused with like the comments, like, Oh yeah, you're in Jared. Like I, I like sometimes I don't like it's literally it means black. So people are using it as you're black. Like it doesn't make sense. Like how can you be using that word when you're black yourself? Unless obviously you think that you're white or you're pink or whatever you're green. Like, it doesn't it doesn't make sense. Like I I genuinely can't understand. Yeah, and I think I mean just even leading on from that, it's like <clears throat> if you I mean if that's the conception now it makes sense now it makes sense why some Somalis don't consider mm-hmm. themselves to be black because Definitely. a black person can only be a general unless obviously like you know you're part of the clan right mm-hmm. but I'm talking about people outside of that clan right then you can only be seen as black if you are from that group that has those certain features and I think for me that just I can start to see it now which is why for example my question to the people who are commenting let's say for example, I know this. You're, you're probably gonna get a lot of hate, <laughs> right? Because some people are like, you know, oh, you know, you're a BLM Somali, and I don't know whatever that's supposed to mean, right? <laughs> but I think the general is a slur. They're gonna you know be like, oh, you're a BLM. Let me Somali. tell you something. These people, I don't care what they tell me, <laughs> I will never take one word that they have to say because you must be another level of stupid to completely negligent to what's got. Like you must be. No, I, I won't take anything that you have to say into, no, no. Yeah, so I think, I mean, now we're going to probably like wrap up in the last sort of five minutes. Yeah. But yeah. I just want us to like, I mean, this is my reflection of this whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. This is the sort of logic that's being used, mm-hmm. right? And I mean, I, I've said this term many times, but it's sort of black escapism. They, some Somalis, uh, a mm-hmm. sizable minority, I may yep. add, mm-hmm. right? Uh, come I'm not scared. I'm not scared to admit it because it's 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 true. Like it is a sizable. Yeah. It's a sizable <laughs> minority because mm-hmm. we encounter it every day. Every and if day. I can make a video, uh, I made a video. If we have to even do yeah. If we have to yeah. do this, if we have to address it, it just shows how it's a sizable it minority. Is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
so for me it's just sort of like um you know to wrap up it's like people sort of think that okay um it's a feature they define blackness in an incorrect way right mm-hmm. and i say incorrect because obviously you have to look at the social paradigm and what social mm-hmm. constructs already exist people define blackness according to features and mm-hmm. therefore they say that jarer equals black right mm-hmm. and then they associate that therefore we are not black because apparently yeah. we've got small noses uh you know lighter mm-hmm. skin it's it doesn't it yeah doesn't and the exception sense. to the rule is obviously the clan right uh but even i'm talking about, i'm not referring to the clan to any somalis listening right i'm talking about for example west africans or people those are mm-hmm. bantu cousins and the bantus mm-hmm. themselves right mm-hmm. and then people would just be like you guys are the ones of black then obviously now what they start to do is that they now that they've divorced themselves from the system of systemic <laughs> yeah. racism they start to actually play into the system of systemic racism oh, which is yeah. crazy because you're hearing people equating uh you know jarers in quotes to apes which is something that who did white people <laughs> did and actually put you know people like i think his name is ota ota vemba i think that's his name you know he was a pygmy from drc they put him in a zoo right oh, i mean and this is what they genuinely thought so my question is what is different right and someone i remember someone made a video in response to me saying why should somalis have to carry the history of you know west africans you're not carrying the history but do you live on a different planet no uh, exactly i said this no i mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, it, it's completely beyond me how they think that what we experience today in 2020 regardless of whether you're west african east african south african north african i mean north african is a different is a story. different there is a different story but it's just like we are all what we face is similar mm. we can't be completely like oh yeah like this has nothing to do with history let's let's talk about 2020 today what we're experiencing let's talk about that somali cop who's been who's been you know incarcerated uh, mm. for killing that old white lady like we're all going through systemic discrimination like systemic racism it's 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 evident it's we're all going through the same thing it's not like oh yeah south africans are going through something different mm-hmm. east africans are going through something different we're all experiencing the same things and that's why and that's why we need to stay united and somalis they i mean not somalis some somalis yeah sizable amount but you yeah. know they just <laughs> sizable minority we need to op- yeah. we need to open their eyes seriously Yeah because I think for me this is the main thing yo and like I know people are obviously going to I'm, I'm prepared for the hate so I, I'm welcoming I, it I'm welcoming I would, it <laughs> I can't even I don't even you know what if I if I genuinely cared I wouldn't have come on him seriously Yeah no I think a, a lot of uh, the the main mis- misconception for me and like some Somalis might also ask you know why why does that history apply to us you live on the same planet and this is a globalized world right I can talk to someone right now. For example, you're in Dubai and I'm in the UK. Mm. We can have a mm. podcast. Why? Because the world is globalized mm. now. Close right? in. Yeah. So you can't say that you are you are somehow divorced from the history. Mm. Right? Mm. Doing the same thing that um you know West Af- uh, you know West Africans have been afflicted by the same insults for 400 years. You are ignorant of history, right? And I'd say um for example, you're not really taking into account all the facts when you're equating in quotes Jarer or west africans you know that have those bantu features right you're equating them to apes and then you expect i mean this is something that's been happening to them for 400 years right exactly. so as black people we need to realize that one we're not the same we're different yeah but being black does not forfeit your position in your culture you can still be black and have your own culture yes right our can still be black and have your own history experiences are what unite us uh mm. you know what like what we face in today's society how we're treated these are all something that we can all relate to as as a race but that you were saying black culture blackness you know this is something we can all relate to and i feel like people just need to acknowledge that and you know just talk about it and address yeah definitely and i think even like just sort of as we wrap up i've been saying we wrap up but no it's, it's actually an interesting conversation and i'm glad this happened you know but i think um the last thing just sort of the last topic that i'll touch on before we close off just yeah the idea of blm like um i would say blm in, for me includes somalis as well because you're subject to the same 100% 100% systemic racism there is and yeah we've seen cases yeah mm. right and we one we've known so i think for me it's just one of those things guys um i understand your plight i understand 
your hatred for this system, that the idea that you have to identify with something because someone created it. But this is actually how the world lives. Like, I mean, this is how we're living in the world today. And if I, I tell you, if you're mad at social constructs, ask the government why you become an adult at the age of 18 and not at 21 <laughs> or not at 23 or not at 24. Like, this is exactly what I'm saying. Social constructs, they, they dictate the world as it is today, right? And that's probably going to be my final statement. Um, do you want to just uh, finish off with something, Hanima? No, no, nothing. But yeah, anyways, Black Lives Matter. And that includes <laughs> Somalis. That includes yeah. Somalis. So yeah, I honestly, I just, a lot of them, I just, I feel like a lot of them aren't willing to learn. And it's hopefully that can be, that can be changed though. So yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. And I think for me as well, like also having Somali lineage and at the same time, also being a Muslim and a lot of Somalis are Muslim. Mm. I mean, like, this is yeah. something you need to talk to yourself about this, you know, right? Because this is not, this is something that's totally separate from our these tradition. Pre- these prejudices that right? you have in yourself, you need to, this, it needs interrogate to be them. Inter- and you need to interrogate them. It needs right? to be confronted because it's not Islamic at all. It's yeah. not at all. It's not what our religion teaches. And yeah, definitely, I'd say that just even in general, um, even if, for example, you're the minority that aren't Muslim, like, you know, it's just about being a decent person, right? Mm. And you need to know that that history applies to you, whether you like it or not, right? You need to take into account certain people's history and understand why that is like shooting a gun when someone's punched you, when you reply in such a way, right? Um, But yeah, that's going to wrap it up for today, guys. It's been an awesome, awesome, awesome discussion. Guys, go and follow Halima on TikTok. Let's get it to 10K, guys. Come on, guys. I mean, family, yeah, get it to I mean honestly, from this discussion, I'm not even going to bait out my TikTok. So <laughs> let me just, let me just, it's, yeah. it's all right. But yeah. No, but thank, it's, you, so thank it... you for having me on, though. Yeah. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. It's very important to have this discussion. Yeah. Thank you so much, guys. I believe her tag on TikTok is Halima.003. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Please, please, please go and follow her. <clears throat> Has some amazing. Oh, it's actually, it's content. actually, it's actually Halima dot dot zero zero three. So yeah. Oh, dot dot zero zero three. You'll find her there though. <clears throat> but thank you guys so much. If you guys want to discuss more, my DMs are always open, and um, I'm more than happy to answer your questions. <clears throat> it's been a really awesome discussion. Thank you guys so much. Have a wonderful evening or morning wherever you are, and we'll see you for the next episode on Pan Africanism. <laughs>